Well, hello there. Do you want to hear some juicy hoaxes, legends, mm-hmm. and theories? Mm. Well, I've got you covered. I've got a question that's just as odd as it is important. Have you ever seen those round stickers on mailboxes around your neighborhood? You know, the ones that are about as big as coins. These stickers are either made out of thin reflective plastic or plain old paper. There's a rather logical explanation for their presence. It turns out that people have been putting innocuous indicators on mailboxes, curbs, sidewalks, lampposts, or trees for various reasons. For example, road crews, utility companies, or surveyors sometimes need to mark areas they've worked on. But suspicious residents unfamiliar with the purpose of the markings often leap to the unfounded conclusion that they must have some connection to recent criminal activity in the neighborhood. So don't worry about those stickers. In fact, it doesn't make much sense for bad guys to mark a home with some form of a symbol when they could just as easily record its address. And with technology these days, they can communicate almost instantaneously by email or text message. So there's really no need for them to use stickers. The next hoax is for fast food fans. The latest juicy gossip from the industry is spreading faster than ketchup on fries. From top secret menus to limited time releases, restaurants are doing everything they can to give their customers something extra to sink their teeth into. And when it comes to pleasing their loyal fans, Burger King does it pretty successfully. Back in 1998, Burger King made waves when they announced the launch of a new product that was bound to revolutionize the fast food industry, the left-handed Whopper. It was just like the original Whopper, but with a special twist. All the ingredients were flipped around to make it easier for lefties to chow down. At first, people were skeptical. After all, left-handed people have been making do with right-handed utensils for years. Surely they could handle a burger. But Burger King was serious about this. They took out a full-page ad in USA Today to announce the launch, and the response was overwhelming. Thousands of orders poured in, and lefties everywhere rejoiced. But here's the catch. It was all a joke. The left-handed Whopper was nothing but a prank pulled by Burger King on April Fool's Day. The ad claimed that the new burger had been specially designed to maximize taste and prevent sesame seed loss for left-handed eaters. Even the weight distribution of the toppings had been carefully considered. And while some people fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, others saw the funny side of the joke. Of course, Burger King has a history of playing pranks on April Fool's Day. They even released a video for Whopper Toothpaste in France. So next time you hear about a wild new product release in the fast food industry, take it with a grain of salt. Let's carry on with the hoax of the 90s. Back then, the world was obsessed with Furbies, those little furry dolls that could talk to you. But as it turns out, Some parents were worried that their kids were picking up some bad habits from Furbies. That's right. These fluffy little things were accused of teaching children bad words. At first, Furbies start out speaking their own language called Furbish, which is all cute and harmless. But over time, they start to incorporate more English words into their vocab. And that's where things get tricky. 
You see, all of the phrases are pre-programmed, so technically, Furbies aren't really learning. But these parents didn't know that. In 2000, a Walmart in Pennsylvania had to remove some Furbies from their shelves after customers complained that the toys had been using cuss words. The next legend is about a video game called Polybius. It appeared in Portland, Oregon in 1981. But Polybius was not your average arcade game. There are all sorts of theories about its origin and purpose. Some folks think it was a way for the U.S. authorities to recruit soldiers by testing their physical and mental abilities, just like in The Last Starfighter. Others think it caused brain aneurysms and seizures and was used by the CIA. Then there are those who believe it was just a prototype version of Tempest. It's not clear if Polybius was real or how all these rumors and stories came to be in the first place. There are numerous allegations revolving around this on the internet. Now it's October 15th, 2009. Richard and Mayumi have just launched a homemade silver flying saucer balloon into the sky above Colorado. Everything's normal till the part when they start claiming that their six-year-old son Falcon is stuck inside the balloon as it's soaring 7,000 feet in the air for 90 minutes. The incident is known as the Balloon Boy hoax and it quickly became a global sensation. National Guard helicopters and local police were on the case, chasing the balloon for 50 miles until it finally landed about 12 miles northeast of Denver International Airport. But when they opened the balloon, Falcon was nowhere to be found. Turns out, Falcon wasn't in the balloon at all. He was hiding in the attic of his home this whole time. His parents had staged the whole thing as a publicity stunt. Oops. Sure enough, Richard Heen ended up pleading guilty to attempting to influence a public servant, and he spent 90 days in jail, while his wife Mayumi did 20 days of weekend jail time. They did get the attention of the media and people, though. Look at us. They're on our list after all these years. Let's jump to 2012, the year the world was supposed to finally call it quits and end its four billion year run. Of course, nothing happened, and we're still here. Back then, this was a hot topic. So where did this whole world ending in 2012 idea even come from? It all started with ancient Sumerians, who supposedly discovered a rogue planet called Nibiru that was heading straight for us. Except, oops, it turns out that was supposed to happen in 2003. And, well, we're all still here. But that didn't stop the doomsday date from getting moved to December 2012 and getting tied to the end of a cycle in the Mayan calendar. Does the Mayan calendar just give up after 2012? Nope, it's like your kitchen calendar. It keeps going. December 21st, 2012 marks the end of one long count period, but then it's back to business as usual with another long count period starting up. So don't throw away that Mayan calendar just yet. Back in 1912, Charles Dawson claimed he had found the missing link between apes and humans. He said he had dug up some skull fragments in Piltdown, East Sussex. It was declared that these pieces belonged to a human ancestor from 500,000 years ago. But... The bones didn't belong to any previously unknown early human. 
In fact, they were the altered mandible and teeth of an orangutan, combined with the cranium of a fully developed human. It took 41 years for people to finally figure out it was all a hoax. The Piltdown Man hoax was super convincing because, at the time, scientists believed that big brains came before modern omnivorous diets. The forgery had evidence to support that theory. So let this be a lesson to all of us. Question the source and don't believe everything you hear or see on the matter. Now, get ready for the flight of your life with the miraculous flying penguins. In 2008, a BBC film trailer created this hoax. This prank involved a fake documentary called Miracles of Evolution, which supposedly showed Adelie penguins flying in the air. The story was widely reported in several newspapers, including the Daily Mirror and the Daily Telegraph, and even fooled some readers into thinking it was real. Once again, we see how April 1st can go, and why we should be skeptical about what we read and believe. It was fun reviewing these legends, though, don't you think? That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.